Hi loves, welcome to the Create and Elevate Her podcast. I'm Ashley Avila, ER nurse, Enneagram 9, and mindset and self-love enthusiast. I know you're tired of feeling stuck with where you're at in life. You find yourself heartbroken or going through a life transition and just don't know where to go from here. You're wanting the guidance, motivation, mindset tools, and the self-love that you can apply in your life to be able to navigate this healing and self-growth journey. So if you're ready to learn and grow and create the life you want and elevate your best self, then girl, grab your $6 latte or fill up your glass of wine and let's dig in. Hello friend, happy Tuesday and happy Valentine's Day. This episode is dedicated for all my girls out there. Even if you're in a happy relationship or you're just coming out of a relationship, going through a divorce, whatever it is, I want this episode to be for you. Because I think it's so important to have that relationship with yourself first, to love yourself first, to really pour yourself with so much love and joy and happiness before it starts to spill over and you can now give to others, right? So it's really focusing on yourself and really loving, loving yourself as you are and being happy, right? I dreaded, I used to dread Valentine's Day. Because if I didn't get anything on Valentine's Day, it would just only validate my feelings or my thoughts that I was not lovable. I didn't, I wasn't worthy enough to get these gifts, right? And I was like, as, as I was outlining this episode and really thinking about it, it's crazy to think that this goes back way to like, way back to like elementary school and middle school. And it's so sad. And it's like, You need to have that self-love, that love for yourself first and care for yourself before you can give to others and receive as well, right? Now, the the word self-love and self-care have really been thrown around a lot, right? They've kind of become like buzzwords. What is self-care? And to me, that's care for the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. Self-care, practicing self-care is an action-oriented way that we can show ourselves self-love. And self-love is exactly what it sounds like, right? Loving yourself. But it means loving all aspects of yourself by accepting your flaws, your weaknesses, and the things you don't really like about yourself, right? And yes, we, we can always improve and there are certain things that we can change in our lives and we have the power to change that, right? To create the lives we want and really create the person that we want to become and work on that, right? But I think the biggest thing with self-love, because we're all on different journeys in life, right? I was going, you know, a year and a half ago, I was on this journey of really figuring myself out now, now that I wasn't part of this relationship that I thought was going to be my whole life. And so I had to now discover myself again and figure out what I wanted to do next. And so self-love is really accepting who you are and where you're at in your journey, giving yourself grace. Like it's okay if you don't live this perfect world. Who wants to live in a perfect world, honestly? It's not all like rainbows and butterflies like we see on Instagram, right? And it's really just accepting that we are imperfect human beings living in an imperfect world. That's what I think self-love is. 
That's how I see it. And it's also just holding higher standards for yourself, right? For your own well-being and your own happiness. So I don't find self-love as selfish. I find it as being self-full. Like I said earlier, you are filling yourself up. You are doing the inner work. You are going after your goals. You are filling yourself up with love and joy and the things that bring you purpose and meaning. And you can now give whatever overflows. Give that to others, right? All right, so in this episode, I really wanted to go over eight ways you can show yourself some love. And I'll share which one is my favorite or which one really helped me to cultivate that self-love in my life. The first one is self-care. And it's just so much more than just getting your nails and your hair done, girls, okay? It's more than just going for a massage at the spa. All those are great. I love those. I love getting my nails done. I love getting my hair done. It makes me feel great. It makes me feel so, like, just gives me this confident boost, right? All those are great. But it's even better when you pair it with deeper care of the mind, of the emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects of yourself. Ask yourself, how's your mental health been lately? Are you working on removing limiting beliefs? Are you aware of your inner dialogue? Are we working on on our emotional awareness? Are we working on our emotional intelligence? Now, the physical aspect, how are we nourishing our bodies? Are we minimizing uh, highly processed foods? Are we minimizing our alcohol intake? Are we connecting with our spirit, with our God or the universe, whatever you believe in? What are the beliefs about life and the world? Are you practicing gratitude, mindfulness in your life? All those are action-oriented ways to show yourself love, to continue to fill yourself up with all these great things. But it's not just the, let's say, physical, right? It's not just about working out. But it's also your mindset on food. How do you view food? What's your relationship with food? It's not just going to church every week how are you practicing how are you treating other people it really is all interconnected right and sometimes it's really nice to just go out and treat yourself to a dinner right or treat yourself to a nice purse or a nice outfit whatever it is for you for me for example the way I show myself self-care as far as like obviously on top of really working on my mind my body my uh, my spiritual journey as well that's something that I'm currently on and exploring but uh, you know some fun things for self-care is I love getting pedicures I like that is my jam I don't know what it is I fall asleep when they give me my, like that foot massage and it's just amazing you know and it's it's great and I see those things like that getting your nails done your hair done going to the spa I see those as like taking your vitamins like it's nice. It's it's a nice supplement, right? But if you don't actually work on your nutrition, right? If you don't actually work on your physical health, those vitamins aren't going to do much, right? You want to make sure you get to the core. Number two, check in with yourself, with your emotions. Are you taking enough breaks? Are you resting? And what do those rest rest breaks look like for you? 
For example, for me, I plan to have a trip at the end of quarter one. I've broken up my goals into quarterly goals and I'm working really hard right now um, so I can achieve the goals I've set for this first quarter. And I already have something planned out. It's not like for sure yet, but I have an idea as to where I want to go at the end of quarter one to celebrate the, the work I've done in this first quarter. However, I also make sure to take breaks throughout the week during the quarter. So I've made time in my calendar to make sure that I'm taking time for myself, whether that's working out, because I really do find like the gym a, as a release for myself to really just move my body. I feel like I'm strong and just letting everything out in the gym. And I also take some other times such as reading or meditating at night. Those are really like my rest breaks. And I also like to dance. I love dancing. I love going out for hikes. I love spending time with friends, like going, you know, chatting over coffee. If I know that I'm starting to feel anxious or feel distracted, then that's when meditation for me really is so beneficial and so helpful. It's crazy because I just met up with my coach uh, last week and I was telling her this problem I was having. I noticed that I was really just trying to absorb so much information and trying to listen to all these audio books and reading as many articles, listening to podcasts, writing down ideas. I was doing it way too long. Like I wasn't taking enough breaks throughout the day. And I felt myself getting more anxious and then I felt myself getting even more tired and not sleeping well. And she asked me like, well, why is this? Do you think, why do you feel like you need to absorb all this information and do all this writing and researching? And I'm like, well, I want to, I want to get to where I want to go faster. And she's like, but will that actually get you there faster? And I thought about it and I was just like, actually, no, because what's happening is I am getting burnt out. I am getting anxious. I am getting frustrated and overwhelmed that I end up not doing anything. I end up not taking action. And that was my problem in the last week. And her asking me that really opened my eyes. And I'm like, oh, it's actually not moving me forward. Because it was, you know, that anxiety was crippling. So really checking in with yourself, with your emotions. Number three, take inventory of your relationships. You know, there's a saying that goes, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. And this is so true. If you're wanting to go out and achieve your goals, if you're wanting to, to be active, if you're wanting to start your own business, if you're wanting to take on a more positive and growth mindset, but you're surrounded by people who are the opposite, who are holding you down, who are not cheering you on, who are perhaps even jealous of your of your wins think about the people that you hang out with and are they your biggest cheerleaders are they encouraging you to do your best are they understanding of what you're wanting to do next are they understanding that right now you're going through a really tough time and you're just trying to focus on yourself are they respectful of that are they supportive of that? How do they support you? How do they help you? Number four, this one, I put it together, eating and moving. 
your body because it's something that we all know, right? We all know we should eat better. We all know that we should exercise. And so that's why I just put them together and I'm not going to spend too much time here. But when I learn to really stay active consistently and got stronger and felt better about myself, like it really just comes back to loving myself. That's how I saw it. I saw it as, as loving myself and taking care of my body so I can do the things that really bring me joy. Spending time with family, you know, if I get married and have kids like I and they have kids right this is I'm thinking long term I'm like I want to be as healthy as I can so I can stay you know alive longer as much as possible and be healthy so it's all about longevity and really just being mindful of what I'm eating and not being so hard on myself right number five this one helped me so much guys especially when I was going through the breakup and going through a time where I just felt so distracted. Like even though it was like on my phone, right? You're just like distracted by so many things. Everything's being thrown at you. And I realized that my friends and family had my phone number and they could reach me if they really needed to. And that I didn't need to have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I didn't need to have those. And it was such a great time in that whole month, guys, because I think I took a break for a whole month. I literally deactivated everything. I didn't even like just delete the apps because I knew that if my profile was still up, I would feel the need to check if I had any notifications. And so deactivating everything, I knew that there was no way I could get notifications. So I didn't have that need to want to check my phone. I read like three books in that month, guys. I even like went outside more. I did so many things. I went out dancing. I met new people. I journaled so much. I really worked on just trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And that's really the time when I started to think about, oh, should I start a blog? It, I, I'm pretty sure I started off with that, either a blog or YouTube. I was like, should I start a blog or YouTube channel? to start sharing my story to other women. And that's really when I started to kind of brainstorm on things. So really detox, detoxing from your social can mean taking a break from it. And it can also mean, what are you feeding your mind? When you open your Instagram app, are you following pages that are negative or just not really realistic and you feel like it's just making yourself feel worse? then I would unfollow those pages. That's what I started to do. I started to clean up my page and my, you know, the people that I was following. And I was really just trying to follow pages or women that I felt like I could resonate with or relate to. And it, it really just made it into a more positive feed that I was looking at. So really think about that. Number six, this is a big one, guys. Learn to forgive yourself. And I'm going to share a story here about my dad. You know, I had to learn to forgive myself, not only from, you know, the mistakes I made in the relationship and how I continued to disrespect myself, continued to accept the lies, continue to go back to this person. But a big thing that I had to really 
figure out and really work on forgiving myself was with my dad. Before my dad passed away, he had asked me to come see him, right? And I said, sure, right? We picked out a weekend and I was like, okay, perfect. I can definitely, I can't wait to see you. I'll go up. And the week before I was just like, hey dad, by the way, I'm so sorry. I decided to pick up an extra shift this weekend because at the time, um, I, my ex and I were planning a trip to Disney World. And so I was just trying to get all the overtime that I could to save for the trip, right? And I remember telling him like, dad, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I, you know, there's overtime going on at work and I'm, I'm just taking it and, but I'll see you for Father's Day, right? Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to see you on Father's Day. Like, it's for sure. I already asked for it off. It's, I'm going to see you then. And unfortunately, my dad passed away a few weeks before Father's Day. And it was something that I had to live with. And I had to, I had a lot of guilt. I did. I had so much guilt. And I had to learn to forgive myself. Because for a really long time, I hated myself. I was ashamed that I decided to choose work, to choose making money over seeing my dad. And so obviously those feelings of guilt or feelings of like not being a good daughter, those were in me. They were, and I never dealt with them until after the relationship where all these feelings started to come back, I realized that I'm like, oh, I'm still holding on to that. And so I really learned to let go and just forgive myself. And really, if I'm honest with you guys, like it was so liberating. You know, I can't even explain it. It was just like this feeling of this big weight was lifted off my shoulders, right? So learn to forgive yourself. Commit to learning or commit to working on that this year. If that's something that you know you need to work on. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so dark there. <laughs> or, you know, bring the, the, the energy down or anything. I just really wanted to share that with you guys. And, you know, that was something really hard for me to learn to forgive myself. On top of the things and mistakes that I made in the relationship and, you know, how I dealt with it at the end. All right. Anyway, number seven, be a lifelong learner. I think this would help so much as far as with your growth, right? Your self-development, your professional development. Be a lifelong learner. Read. Read as many books as you can or listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks. What are you doing to improve yourself? If you want to learn more about your emotional awareness, how to, how to cultivate that. If you want to learn more about a new skill that you want that you want to build, right? I feel like learning and really trying to improve myself on this journey has really helped me to figure out the person that I want to become. Because then you learn new things that work for you or that you want to put into your life that really align with your values and your goals in life. All right, number eight. And this is the last one. Give yourself grace. Take a moment to pause and remind yourself that we're human, 
to accept that we are imperfect. Like I said earlier, right? We are imperfect human beings living in an imperfect world. If you had a setback or if you fell back on your old habits, be kind to yourself and remind yourself that you have good intentions and connect back to yourself, connect back to your goals, connect back to your values, despite the challenges and the obstacles. I think that being kinder to myself has allowed me to really accept myself over time. And that self-acceptance turned into self-love for me because it really helped to accept who I was at the time and where I was at in my journey. This then empowered me to take small steps that really turned into momentum. So it's going to take time to cultivate the self-love, guys, but it is so worth it. It's going to take practice. It's going to take effort. If I had to choose which one has helped me to becoming a better version of myself is number eight, giving myself grace. And recently I've noticed how much that has helped me on my journey and of, you know, even navigating this new chapter in my life. You can have all the tools, all the equipment, all the information you need to navigate this journey that you're on. But if you don't give yourself grace when you have setbacks or you don't show up 100%, then you're essentially holding yourself back because you get into this all or nothing mindset. You get into this like, I can't do this. You know, you start to believe your limiting beliefs and you hold yourself back. Grace has kept me from staying in an all or nothing mindset. I think back to a time when I was trying to eat healthier. This was last year when I was really trying to have a consistent workout schedule and I was really trying to eat whole foods and not drink as much alcohol. And I remember I did so well for breakfast and lunch and then dinner time, I ended up getting wing stop. <laughs> I love wings and I love wing stop. And I was so hard on myself, guys, so hard. I was, I started saying some nasty things to myself after that. Like, I'm not even like, I don't even want to share right now. It's just like, it's, I look back and I'm like, I can't believe I said that to myself. But I mean, to keep it like PG, I was pretty much saying like, this is why no one loves you. This is why you're alone. This is why he, he did that to you. Because look at you, you can't even keep a promise to yourself. Guys, I know it was, it was bad and it was even worse. It was worse than that. But I remember the next day after I cried it out and everything, I started writing in my journal and I realized that I needed to treat myself like I treat others with kindness and with grace. I needed to see it as like if I was telling my younger self that those, those nasty words, right? Like once I started seeing it that way, like if, if you could picture your younger self and she made this mistake, is this how you would talk to her? And that was like a game changer for me because I'm like, oh no, that's not how I would talk to her. When you connect back to your inner, like your younger self, it changes things. At least it did for me. All right, guys. So which one of these was your favorite? And which one will you put into action this week? Tag me on Instagram or send me a DM. 
guys, it really lights me up when I see messages or Instagram tags about what you're putting into action or how this episode or podcast has really helped you. Please do. I love you guys. And until next time. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. If this podcast episode inspired you, taught you something, or moved the needle for you in your growth journey, then please share it with a girlfriend. Leave a review or screenshot the episode and share on Instagram and tag me at it's Ashley Avila underscore. I would forever be grateful for you guys and I can't wait to hear from you. You can also join the free Facebook community, Create and Elevate Her. Until next time, friends, and remember, it's a good day to have a good day.